Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. 11 to 1, Monday Motivation. Motivation. Yes, it is my favourite time of the week, Monday Motivation. Now, when I first met Jayanne Walsh back in 2008, I was a young researcher starting her career uh, and my career like her. And the first thing that struck me about her is, God, she is positive and her positive energy is just infectious. Now, 12 years later, it's still one of the things I absolutely love about her. However, this positive energy took a real knock in 2017 because she received the news that she has multiple sclerosis. So the girl with a sunny disposition that was always upbeat started to fade and anxiety and fear began to take over. But thankfully, not for long, because it was this diagnosis that prompted Jayanne to reevaluate her life and led her to where she is today. She's a successful executive coach, helping people from all walks of life overcome challenges and unlock their potential. Her weekly podcast Mastering Your Wellness has over 15,000 subscribers and climbing, ranking her among iTunes' most popular health and fitness podcasters online today. I'm delighted to welcome my friend this amazing woman, Jay Ann Walsh to 11 to 1. How are you? That was some introduction. (laughs) I'm like, woo! (laughs) Thank you, Sinead. (laughs) Was I taking you back there though to 2008? Like we know each other about 12, 15 early years, something like that. I was thinking about it last night and I was honestly just thinking how proud I am of you because I, I'm getting that kind of flashback when myself and yourself are sitting upstairs side by side it was my first day you were here about six weeks and I just remember how nice you were to me because I was like oh, I don't know what I'm doing what's going on I'm in radio ah! you know and uh, yeah just you are the hardest working woman in radio I'm telling you well, and listen, I am listen, so so proud of you uh, well listen this is about you now let's go back to this because you know when I think of you when I think of Jayanne I think of happy bubbly outgoing confident yeah. Great big smile, you know, these are the things that immediately spring to mind. But, you know, in 2017, in the months leading up to the diagnosis, uh, to the woman who's sitting in front of me now, and indeed the woman I met in 2008, there's a stark difference. Would it be fair to say that when you started to become feeling unwell, uh, that the anxiety and the kind of negative thoughts started to creep in on you? I think I always had a bit of anxiety, you know, growing up, I I, I always did. I would always kind of go to the negative and the what ifs, you know, what if this goes wrong? What if this happens? And I think there was a couple of things that kind of led to me really reevaluating my life. You know, I left here um, LMFM after five years and went into a completely different career, which was so challenging and so different. Um, And that first year was really, really tough. And then I went to India, completely out of my comfort zone, working with street children in Calcutta, like, 
like, you know, and, and if you think of me back then in 2008, wouldn't have said I would have been the best candidate to go and do that. But, no. <laughs> but I did. And then obviously, you know, getting the, the diagnosis and for people who know a little bit about it, it takes a long time to get an official diagnosis. It could be like four or five years. So you have like maybe an initial symptom um, and then they say, what is it called? You've got like clinically isolated syndrome. And then it was only, as you said, in 2017 when I got the official word, no, this is it. But I think over the years, it was very much like, um, you know, you have all these challenges and all these things in your path and how you're overcoming them. And all of these little things are building your resilience. You're going, yeah, I didn't know I could do that. I didn't know I could do that, you know. So slowly but surely, it kind of it kind of did that, yeah. you know. Oh, someone is calling. Apologies. Apologies. <laughs> they really want to get through to They us have there. a question. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so it was overcoming those kind of challenges all the time. Um, but definitely, um, you know, with the diagnosis, that was the point where you kind of think all those dreams and ambitions that you have for your life, you kind of think, wow, I got to do something about this. Mm. Like for sure, you know, because... Life, you know, isn't a guarantee for anybody. But when I suppose you're hit with something and, and you know, I remember Googling stuff, as we all do. We go to Dr. Yes. Google about, you know, I dreams of, of being a coach and working with people um, and doing a podcast. You know, I really did. Um, but when I read things about how multiple sclerosis can affect your voice and how you speak mm. and... That really jolted it for me going, Jayanne, in 20, 30, 40 years, like, this is not a given. You know, and look, yes. I know anyone can walk out and get hit by a bus. Like tomorrow is not a guarantee for anybody. But it just, it gave me that jolt to go, God, you got to do something about this, you yeah. know. Um, so, yes, yeah, so it was very building up until that point. But that was the big, whoo jolting moment so in, in terms of you know like so getting it you know and realising that this mm. is going to impact on your life and as you mentioned there your voice and everything and we, we would have spoken about this last year when Selma Blair was quite yeah. public about her voice and yeah. everything else you know so there's positives and negatives like mm. there's a big negative obviously this is going to you know you're going to have this for life but as you say this was the catalyst for you becoming who you are today mm-hmm. but I imagine is it like really difficult to wrap your head around that you're going to have this all the time yeah, I think so. And, and like, and I remember you played that Salma Blair clip on the show, and I, I remember I couldn't listen to it. I remember being like, <gasps> you know, because it's just a, every, a, a, it just kind of hits you like this could happen. But to be honest with you, and I remember a couple of years ago, just before I, when I was kind of going through the diagnosis, I went to an amazing um, meditation teacher in in Drogheda, because as you know, hospitals, me, all that kind of stuff. I was really not good at that. Um, But she had said to me um, something that has stuck with me and I use it now to this day if I am afraid of something in advance. She said, Jane, it's not happening right now. And I think I had to go in for some procedure that I was really afraid of. And this could have been like six six weeks out. And the old Jayanne would have um, literally worried about that, would have cried about that, would have, you know, wouldn't have been able to concentrate on anything. This would have been a cons- an all-consuming thought for me. And just that little moment, that aha moment where she said to me, um, it's not happening right now. So, you know, don't let it steal your joy of right now. That's that, brilliant. That just... That just made me go, yeah, she's so right, you know. I, and yes, it you know wasn't pleasant dealing with it in the moment, but don't let it steal your joy. Um, six weeks before, the night before, like you know, we can all yeah. get nervous, but but I was letting things like that consume me, you know. And even last night, like obviously I had the butterflies and yeah. the excitement, you know, and yeah. I'm like, ah. Oh. But it's like, no, no, 
you know, we're going to enjoy this. It's not happening right now. So don't let it kind of steal that joy. Yeah, so, it has to. so living more in the present, not for kind sure. of freaking out about the future is absolutely yeah. key, key yeah. for you. Uh-huh. So look, it was a long road to get to where you are now. You know, you Jayanne worked and studied and everything else to get to, you know, to what you're doing now and coaching people. So you have found your true calling. So what is it like then when somebody comes in to look for your help and your advice and you're doing what you've always wanted to do? Like it is just the best feeling ever, you know. Um, it's a real pinch me moment. Even last night, like I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm I'm going to do this, you know. And it's one of the things that I love doing, and you you've seen me do it, and you know, I love being a cheerleader for someone and kind of lifting that veil and been like letting that person see what I see in them, you know. And um, we talked about that negative self critic that's inside our heads. Um, so for me, it really is an absolute dream come true. I, I don't feel like it's like it's like work. I get such a joy from it. I get such a joy when when I see people sitting in front of me and getting that aha moment, you know, because coaching is so, so powerful. You know, I've been through coaching. You've had coaching. Um, and to actually be able to sit in front of somebody and have them listen to you 100%, to have them focus 100% on you, your dreams, your ambitions, your goals. It's very powerful. And like nowadays, we're so caught up every second of every day, we're, we're pumping information into our heads, mm. you know. We don't allow ourselves that time to actually think and process, well, what do I want? How am I going to get to where I want to go? And coaching really does bring that forth and really brings you on that path of of self-discovery. So, oh, it totally does. And it's yeah. like you need another person to, to kind of go, well, actually, are you sure you want this? Because maybe it could be this yeah. way to get you to that point. And mm. it's, it's the other perspective. Mm. But I remember you telling me that you were uh, going to start a podcast. And I thought, this is brilliant because for me, it was the start of you accepting having having MS but not letting it dictate your life and also turning it completely around and gaining something from the diagnosis and as you say giving back to others but tell me about this was it like old familiar territory returning to kind of a radio medium or was it daunting? Do you know what I love it like I love like obviously today is a little different because you're questioning me (laughs) but you know what I just love nothing more than sitting down in front of a microphone and interviewing someone and just getting those you know words of wisdom you know from them and like when I started doing it, like I started doing it in 2018 and this is where that inner critic comes in so I did the first episode I did it with the brilliant Alison Canavan absolutely loved it it went down really really well and then that inner voice came in my head going what are you doing people are going to think you're mad you know you're stepping kind of you know in 2018 now everyone kind of is doing podcasts yes. but 2018 it was very kind of you know an American kind mm, of thing and, mm. and I was thinking oh gosh I, I don't know this is maybe maybe this is a bit wild you know yeah. and I stopped doing it for a couple of months so I did let nice. it yeah I really did and then I kind of got some feedback and some I think one person emailed me and said you know what I just listened to that and thank you so much um, for that interview I really got so much and it actually helped me make a change and I said you know what this isn't actually about me so it's actually trying to leave the ego at the door this is about the people who call me and and who get in touch with me weekly from literally from all over Ireland, literally UK, the States, like you say, really love that episode. I'm going to implement that. And and it's that little thing. And I'm like, this isn't for me. This is actually people are getting from it. And, and, and since I suppose I really upped the ante last year, September last year, doing a weekly one, which, which is, is a lot of work. so hard. Yeah, this, <laughs> yeah she makes a it lot look, of work. She makes it look so easy. Like she's working a job as well. And then here she is with her podcast every week. It is a lot. And the, the calibre of guests that you get are very, very high profile and very, yeah. very influential people. 
people as well, uh, which is brilliant. But, you know, when you talk, talk about the negative voice and you know that I experience this, everybody experiences Everyone this, does. this notion of don't do that now. Don't try. Mm-hmm. Don't go for that job. Don't try that new hobby. Don't step out of your comfort zone. It's kind of a voice that's trying to protect us, I think, a little bit, like yeah. from starting something new. But when we have this voice creep in, slowly but surely mm-hmm. creeping in, how can we gag it and kind of just move forward and not let it rule us let's say and and we do that's the thing we all do even the person that is literally you would think that person never has that everyone has it and you're so right it is that kind of inner protection you know it's like our brains fear change you know yes. don't do that that's a bit different now are you sure you want to step out of that comfort zone but what I would do and it's a technique that I've learned through coaching and it works so well you know with clients and with people is you know Firstly, to say you're not your thoughts, okay? Because, and if you actually think in your head, like the stuff that you say to yourself, you'd never say it to a friend. Horrendous. Can you imagine? Mm. Can you imagine saying that to your friend? Like you just would not, but yet every day we feel it's okay to kind of, you know, say these things or these things in our head. So what I do and what I tell my clients to do is to actually separate it out, okay? So you are not your thoughts. I would say give, it's like your alter ego. Give it a name, okay? So a friend of mine calls her Gallum. Like that's her inner critic. Mine is John. Mine is very boring. I remember thinking, what am I going to call my inner critic? And I was like, John. And one of my really good friends is called John, so I feel really bad. But I just call it the other Sinead. The other Sinead. Yeah. Whatever you want to call it. So literally call it something else, your, your, your alter ego. And when you hear that little voice coming up saying, you're not good enough, don't do this, people are going to judge it. You're like, you know what, John? Thanks a million for that. Thanks for your input. But I'm not going to take it today. I'm, I'm not going to. I'm not going to listen to you. I've got this, and it's just kind of separating you from those negative thoughts, and to give you back that power. That yes, you can quieten that 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 inner critic completely yeah. by doing that. And as I said before. For me, the second part of that is definitely, say, if you're looking at a goal or a vision, it's it's creating that tunnel vision, you know. And even sometimes I'm sitting there and in front of the microphone doing the podcast or putting yourself out there. You know, you're opening yourself up for, from criticism mm-hmm. outside and inside. But you just got to get so that tunnel vision on that goal that you want and all that other noise kind of just, you know. That's a great way of looking. Yeah, like yeah. blacking it. Blacking, blacking it, it out. Yeah, all yeah. of that does not matter, you mm. know. Um, and literally just have your end goal inside and just keep going and sometimes if I do have it or I feel like I'm having a little wobble John is coming up saying are you sure people are going to think this is mad you know um, I'd say you know what John no we're looking straight ahead this this is it and everything else just kind of quietens down and you know when you say you know you, you're, you are not your thoughts that's a great mm. one to keep repeating over and over thoughts, and, and, and the fact that you're calling it something else again yeah. takes the power kind of away from it totally as well it really does because I'm yeah. totally imagining this kind of a uh, small little man called John <laughs> yeah. with no power. Yeah, he I has no it. power. I just flick him off my shoulder. <laughs> Go away, John. I don't need you today. <laughs> so, you know, we're talking about challenges and obviously the health one was a big one. What would you say was the biggest challenge that you had to overcome in your life and what did you learn about yourself from going through it? Oh, wow. Yeah, there was a couple, you know. Um Definitely, obviously, getting the, 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 the diagnosis and, and, and kind of letting it sink in a little bit, you know. But then sometimes you kind of think, oh, gosh, OK, I have this, you know, if you're running around and doing this, that and the other. But you know what? For me, a big turning 
point for me in terms of, of resilience and what you can do was when I went to India all those many years ago, as I said, totally out of my comfort zone. It really opened me up to a total different way of life. Like I would have been afraid of everything, so nervous, disease, poverty, you know, travel, all this kind of stuff. I would have been petrified. And to actually put yourself in that situation, I went with people I didn't know. I was halfway around the world. I had just left LMFM, I'd say about three weeks yeah. and here I was on a plane um, as I say going halfway around the world you know living in you know near a slum kind of little village and that pushed me to the limit and it was only when I really came home I kind of thought oh wow I did that I, I, I did that and then subsequently in, in things that have come up afterwards you know and I think that led to me being not okay with the diagnosis but literally been able to go Jayanne you, you're made of tough stuff here mm. you've you've gone through stuff in your life that 10 years ago you never would have thought you would have been able to do and yet you did it so I think that was a slight kind of turning point for me for sure that um that led me to that acceptance of the diagnosis and not falling into maybe a deep despair or deep depression when it actually did happen. Yeah, and, and I, I remember you going as well. <laughs> she was. She was absolutely petrified. Up the wall. <laughs> but uh, if, if, and I always ask every, every guest on Monday Motivation yeah. about this and there's always a really great and different answer to this. But if you could go back to Jayanne, who was, you know, afraid of going to the hospital, afraid of needles, uh, held, head filled with anxiety, just received the diagnosis that you have MS, trying to wrap your head around it. But you can't change anything that's going to happen to her, mm-hmm. but you can tell her something that might help uh, her. What would you say to her? Yeah, like I think... Yeah, if I, if I and, and I've thought about this, you know, a, a little bit um, and it's very much because I remember when I got the diagnosis first, I was so worried about how people would judge, you know, I was so worried going, will I ever be hired again? Will people look at me and think, oh, my gosh, she's a risk, you know, mm. um, you know, she's weak. She's this, that. That, that was really, really scary. Um, and I suppose I would say to her, just, you know, know your worth and literally just keep going, keep one foot in front of the other and keep going. And, you know, don't let it define you. You know, this does not have to define who you are or what you can or can't do, you know. And and I work a lot, as I said, with clients with their potential, you know, like we all face challenges. We, you know, we don't have to label ourselves into this box of you're JN, you have this, you know, long term illness. um, Therefore, you shouldn't go for X, Y, Z. You know, you shouldn't go for this job because you don't know what's going to happen 10 years from now. You could be in a wheelchair, you know, and I don't like to think like that because I genuinely do not believe that's going to happen. but so it's it's to not limit yourself, not limit your potential. Um, so that's probably a couple of things that I could tell her. No, about. <laughs> that's that's some great stuff. It really is absolutely brilliant stuff. And I think a lot of people can take that on because yeah. absolutely knowing your worth is a, a massively valuable lesson as yeah. well for anybody, no, ma- no matter what you're going through. Now, I know you love mornings. You're a very morning person. <laughs> she used to come in here skipping at seven <laughs> o'clock did. when she was working on the Michael Reed yeah. show uh, for many years, uh, not just on day one. Uh, so cartwheeling. Maggie said, are you cartwheeling in again this morning? I'm like, yes, I love it. Let's go. Uh, but you love your mornings and you love to start the day right. So mm-hmm. what would be a typical morning routine that maybe we can get some sort of inspiration for our own yeah. mornings from you? Do you know what I love doing? And, and I remember like a couple of years ago, you know, because you look at all these morning motivation people 
people and mm. it's like they have about 20 things that they need to do and I remember I'd be like right I gotta get up I gotta meditate I gotta walk I gotta work I gotta you know and then you would come to your actual work day and you'd be absolutely exhausted and you go okay let's just pick and choose what serves me you know and I know people have different mornings people have kids I've got two doggies I need to look after and wrangle all of them but for me the one thing I always do is to um, just try and get that mindset right okay and how I do that I absolutely love listening myself to motivational interviews podcasts in the morning that really sets you up for the day and even before I came here I was listening to one of my favourites Les Brown if you haven't heard him totally check him out he is this amazing American motivational speaker and if he does not light a fire under your backside I don't know what will so you know I love you as well you know you love your your Tony Robbins your Mel Mm. Robbins so I do love, you know, kind of just getting that bit of bit of inspiration myself just to set you up for the day and get you going, you know. I do also find as well after that, so after I'm kind of pumped up going, yeah, let's take on the day, new day. I do love kind of having a little think about my own thoughts. Like as we said about the whole coaching, we, we, we absorb all of this information the whole time. And then sometimes we forget to stop and think, well, how am I feeling? How, you know, what's going on in my life? What do I want? So I think... It's really good just to kind of sit down with blank piece of paper, a journal, whatever it is, even notes on your phone. Sometimes I literally make notes. How am I thinking? What do I want to do? What are the one, two or three things I have to and want to get done today? You know, and we talk all the time about to do lists and sometimes Mm. we have to do list the length of our arm and we might have 20 things on the list and we might get to two of them and they could be really important things that might move your career or move you know towards your goal whatever it is Um, but because we didn't achieve the 18 of them we feel bad so I like to just kind of pick you know one two or three things that day that I'm going to get done and it could be a big thing about you know the business it could be something small like make an appointment for the NCT whatever (laughs) it is you know Know that you get those things done and just take that little bit of time for you to go what before your day gets hijacked mm. by work, by kids, by whatever it is, what is it that you need to do today? So I find, you know, other days, you know, I would meditate, I would walk the doggies, whatever it is, but I just find those two things that I can do, listening to something motivational, inspirational, and literally figuring out what is on my list, what's important to me. That I find is is a really good way to set you up for the day, and it doesn't have to take that long. No, not at all, and and absolutely great things to t- to take take on board. It's been so lovely having you. To see my friend here back at her best and living her best life is just brilliant for me. It really, really is. So thank you so, so much for coming in and sharing with us. You have a very much coaching business is up and running. How can people get in touch with you if they want to avail of your services? Yes, a new website, jayannwalsh.com. So So it's J-A-Y-A-N-N Walsh.com because obviously everyone puts an E in the end of the name and then you won't find me. So uh, yeah, you can go on there all about how I work with individuals and teams. I've been working with a lot of companies in the northeast work with Google HSC so it's it's really really taken off and I'm just I just feel so blessed and so lucky to get to do what I what I you know want to do and obviously the podcast as well growing such a great little community there of people and um, you can get that across all your all your platforms Apple Spotify Stitcher and it's mastering your wellness yes absolutely mastering your wellness so listen Jayanne thank you so so thank much you. for coming in and best of luck with everything <laughs> going forward thank you my dear even on a budget Quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. 
Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more, with Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.